Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. Hey guys, welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast, the special summer edition, Stacey June version. Hello. If you haven't listened to us before, this is probably a good way to get to know exactly what we're about. We're playing our best bits for uh, for this summer edition, but this is the best bits according to me. So young mate Christy, uh, the other Thinker Girl, will join you with her episode next week. But basically, just the fun that we have, our favourite guests, the the juicy conversations we have. But for me, it's more about the ones that were the, the, the funnest, like the laughs that we had with all the different girls. Um, and we just... We just have a ball with this podcast. So we hope that you're sunning yourself sick or drinking a Corona or doing something amazing as you listen to this because some of these moments, for those of you that do listen to the show every week, you may have forgotten. So I hope we can take you back through memory lane. I want to start off with my first favourite gem of 2014. It was uh, it was with our sexologist, Nikki Goldstein. She was our first sexologist on the show. We've since had a few since then and, um, and she is our favourite. She gets right amongst it. She's she gets a bit annoyed sometimes that there aren't enough avenues to talk about this stuff. So we we get into the, the nitty-gritty when she comes on the show. And I shared a gem of jumping on a trampoline and having the first bit of awareness that potentially my muscles were becoming a bit loose down that area. Here it is. And today we had to go and test uh, for work. My co-host and I had to go test the, a new trampoline centre in in town it's just opened or hasn't opened up yet we went and you know did this exclusive kind of thing the first people to go try it um and I started jumping really high on it and really high and then I was like oh my god I think a little bit of pee came out of out I'm like wow I'm 30 like does this this is this what's happening like did you need a wee at the time no and I'm I'm due for my period but I thought oh my god maybe it's my period and then I went to the toilet before and I'm like Nah, it just was, a, it was, that. I don't know, that that bit felt different to other times I've jumped as a, on a trampoline. Yeah, well, I can tell you that's very normal because we've got a um, trampoline centre now in Sydney and I was talking about this last night. <laughs> really? Wow. How funny. A few of them were saying how when they've been trampolining, <laughs> like, go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom beforehand. Because it does have, you think about what's going on in your body, it does yeah. actually have that tendency to, to sneak out. But... Unless you've had um, you've had natural childbirth, or I would think you're a lot older, the 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 pelvic floor muscle can weaken over time, but not to the extent. I'm doing my exercises right now. I've been doing them all day. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> yes. How often do you do them? Do you do them? On I a never basis? do them. Clearly, because the pee came out, Christy. So I've got to catch up now. <laughs> I, didn't I do think them all the time. It. Do I you? I do them all the time. They make me anxious. I feel like I feel like there's too much intensity inside. In, like it's too much going on. Do you know why I do them? Because my grandma, of all people, gave me a pamphlet on about <laughs> how we need to look after our pelvic floors. And ever since then, I've done them as I'm falling Oh, she's asleep. a good grandma. She's uh, a good granny. Nikki, so I was worried that maybe it wasn't just, and you were just saying, but I was worried that maybe it wasn't just childbirth that 
meant that our vaginas stretch over time. And I was wondering if, like, they do kind of stretch, that if a guy can feel that or what it's like after pregnancy out of interest. Like, can a guy, does it feel stretched to them? Like, if they were, if you were in a relationship, obviously, and you they were sleeping with you before and after or, or, or when you were younger compared to when you were older. This very much depends on what type of childbirth you've had and, again, keeping in mind that everybody is different. And some people feel that they go back to normal and yeah. other people feel that they don't. What I think is important if we're looking at, you know, going into potentially having children the natural way, then being able to make sure that you're doing your pelvic floor muscles before and after because you've got to think it like a, a muscle. Take your bicep. So if we were going to say, go on holidays and not use that muscle. If we were exercising it before, we've mm -hmm. got a better chance of getting that muscle back. So it's really important when we're looking at how much that muscle stretches, that if it's a stronger muscle, we have more capability of that going back to what it was beforehand. Oh, my so God. Our, our body is meant to stretch. I mean, that's the scary thing is that we are meant to give birth to a child out of our vagina canal. So... People get fearful and think, oh, if they do that, sex is not going to be the same and so forth. Not necessarily. Sex might be different, but it's not destroying your body because mm. that is what it was designed to do. And what about aside from childbirth? Like, Yeah, ageing vaginas. I, asked, I actually did ask this of, of my other half recently and I said, do you think I'm like less tight than I was when we first got together? And what did he say? Said, yeah, maybe a little bit. What? I yeah. would say maybe he's delusional. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I'm interested in because I was thinking, does it happen other than childbirth? It doesn't stretch. It doesn't really stretch because if you're really? having a normal sex life, the vagina doesn't stretch. As I said, if it's normal for our vagina to give birth to the size of a human baby, having sex with your boyfriend, and considering that the vagina goes back after you've had, yeah. sex with, uh, after you've had a baby, having sex with your boyfriend is not going to be stretching and out your And if anything, it, it would has. be... No, but if... I, kind of, I was slightly offended when he said it, but at the same time... Like, <laughs> you the asked time, the question. Yeah, I know, but I know. But the first time that we actually did have intercourse and that kind of thing and try, you know, positions, i.e. doggy and that kind of thing, it was really painful and I couldn't actually... I couldn't actually... Do you know where that pain actually comes from? It's not a matter of the vagina being too small. What happens is that ah. when we get... You're not stimulated. lubricated, girl. <laughs> oh, damn. You're you not turned on enough. Tilting of the uterus. So <laughs> when we get stimulated, ah. what actually happens is that our uterus tilts to make more room. Because when, when we get stimulated, our body's going, okay, we're going to have a penis in here because we're going to get pregnant. That's ideally what's ah. going on. Hey guys, thanks for listening to our summer edition of Thinking Girl, the podcast. Stace with you. My second favourite gem of 2014. I guess there's a few reasons why uh, this is my favourite gem. One, because Mamma Mia is a, a women's website that is dominating in our country uh, and has been for some period of time. Rosie Waterland is one of the, the main contributors to the website um, and I guess she's probably one of the Gen Y uh, voices on that particular site. So we were thrilled to have her on our show uh, and I was more thrilled to talk to her about feminism and where we go to from here particularly with gem wires i know some of you girls aren't comfy with the f word uh, and we just had a conversation about that and how she goes into coping with i guess dealing with the girlfriends that she has around her having those kinds of feelings and then also having lots of women a little bit older or the next generation up that are that are really really passionate about it so here it is 
I read an interesting article today that was just speaking about um, essentially what is called third wave feminism, which is the feminism that we find ourselves in now where a lot of generations before us, either whether they've seen their mothers or have lived through uh, a time where it was probably a very different time in terms of women's agenda and rights and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of the time, Back then, it was a lot more aggressive um, and a lot of people then, I think, that followed that aggression were the people that saw the aggression, so they're very loyal to that aggression. And then you find us at the end kind of being told a thousand different things of what to think about it. And I think that there is a really big um, gap of our generation talking about the word feminism. Um, and I wanted to talk to you about it, Rosie, because I feel like on a day-to-day basis, you potentially might have all of a few of those generations as well as our own uh, yeah. all in the one under the one roof a lot. Yeah, definitely. I mean, at, here at like, Mum and Marie HQ, we have baby boomers right down to, I think our youngest editorial assistant is 18. Mm-hmm. So we've really mm-hmm. got everyone, all women, all brilliant, amazing women, all feminists, but all interpreting what feminism means in their own way. Mm. We've had, and there's been discussions on this podcast, and Christy, you've been one of those people that have been unsure about the word, essentially. I'm, Is that I'm putting unsure. words in your mouth, or you you can probably explain your stance? I'm, um, I'm unsure of the word feminism because I feel that, I feel that I don't know enough about it, and I think that, I think there's, this fear of it, okay, it is it is such a strong word and I'm really going to have to back myself here and, and know what the fuck I'm on about. And because... But you know what? I, it is so simple. Like, feminism, it straight up just means that you believe in equal rights for women. And I agree and with you, look, Rosie, but I think a yeah. lot of the time, like even just then, Christy, I think that you don't feel like you can say you're not sure, I think. And... I guess I I'm completely with you. I think that it that's exactly what it is. You want the same things as yeah, as all course. genders. And of course that makes me feminist because of course I want that. Like that's just you know the biggest no-brainer ever, but I I just feel almost like I'm not um I don't know that I'm not cut out or I'm not equipped or I I don't have a really strong idea of you know the history behind feminism or mm. and, and maybe that scares me away maybe I actually don't feel knowledgeable enough to kind of to back myself or all my views enough and maybe that's why I've actually been scared out of conversations or using the word probably you know I probably should be oh, using definitely. it and you I know? don't blame you I mean I think there's a huge problem today with a lot of people who themselves feminists um, making other women feel like they're excluded from that club and they and I think it definitely goes back to what you're saying at the start about um, like the women who came before us aggressively going after that movement because yeah. they had to they had to absolutely on the absolutely front. yeah but now people still associate like the term feminism with the term aggression like they feel like it's about hating men and it's about bra burning and I think that scares a lot of younger women today off but I think what I tell my little sisters mm-hmm. and what I tell I'm anyone when they ask me if I'm a feminist if I'm a feminist 
is of oh, course because I believe in equal rights for women. And how Isn't does how is woman? the reaction? Yeah, it is, Chrissy. But I think it's a lot of people still aren't comfortable with the word, and that's essentially what the word <laughs> does mean. There is really no there is like interpretations of what I guess the kind of woman is behind it, and all What's this happening? character, and how we were laughing before about how there's the the woman that tells us you need to act like this with the wooden spoon. It's like the principle of feminism, whoever that is. Um, yeah. But, but essentially the opposite of feminism. Well, I mean, look, I don't think, I think it really is equality full stop. Yeah, and, and it's that choice. And it is choice and it is whatever way you f- see that. I think, yeah. and that's where it gets blurry because, so like with women, we're all so fucking different. You can't possibly have the same interpretation, and it's and that's the biggest thing I think that is misconstrued. You're listening to Think a Girl Summer Sessions. Stacy with you. Hope you're sitting back having a lovely vodka soda and fresh lime. Fresh lime is the uh, key word here. My next favourite gem was with a psychologist. Her name is Sharon Draper. She practices in Sydney, and I just love this. Because because I love getting kind of more serious guests on to talk about stupid shit. And this was a conversation that I think we've all asked ourselves. Now, it may not be McDonald's as the takeaway weapon of choice, but I know everybody has a takeaway a takeaway choice of their of their favourite. Um, does that even make sense? Probably not. But we were talking about why I'm scared to say sometimes I like McDonald's. And I said to Tim, my housemate, I'm going to cook, started to cook this soup, and all I had in the back of my head was I just want a cheeseburger. And I you, just want a cheeseburger. You were not going to be satisfied with nah. that soup. doesn't matter how good that no soup way. was. Yeah. You, you, That's exactly yeah. my point. Yeah. So start making the soup. No, you stupid bitch. You've bought the groceries. Make the fucking soup. <laughs> this is what's going on in my yeah. head, right? So I'm like, I want a cheeseburger. I want a cheeseburger. Anyway, get in the car, ring Chrissy. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to McDonald's, man. I said to Tim, my housemate, I'm like, fuck it. I'm out of here. I'll freeze the soup. He's like, it's still at the stove. I'm like, I can't wait. See ya. Go out. Meanwhile, that's why it's hilarious that I found the dog in this time as well. My God, welcome to my life. Anyway, so then I go get the cheeseburger, get the McDonald's. Couldn't even enjoy it that much because I had the fucking random dog in my house. But the idea is that I enjoyed it so much. I didn't feel that sick afterwards because I don't have it all the time. But the fucking head process I put myself through Mm. to go to McDonald's. And I just, look, I've been, I was a McDonald's kid. My mum wasn't one of those health freaks. We ate a lot of shit growing up. So I have a, I have a, I have a, t- I have a taste bud for McDonald's and takeaway food. And I can't deny that. But God, why do we put ourselves through so much? I eat so healthily. This mm-hmm. week I've exercised four out of five days. Like what the hell? I, mm. I am with you. And when you said before, why are we doing this? Am I the only one that does this? No. Oh, I'm so bad. And you and you do. You go through you that, put yourself that down, process. Man. Not just that, but I also plan my day based on what I just say. We we did this live broadcast the um this week, just gone, and then this uh, amazing patissier, like pastry chef comes past and he's got all these like freshly made croissants and these amazing oh. desserts. And I bite into this uh, it's like a, a hot jam donut, but it had salted oh, caramel inside. Oh. I go, yeah. I'll just have a taste. I'll just have one bite. Well, of course, I smashed the whole bloody donut, didn't I? But <laughs> as that I would have been, no, that's different to McDonald's. That would have been rude not to. Yeah, that's but a as bloody delicatessen. Yeah, but is. did I need the rest of it? No, I had about three pastries after that. But oh. the process of whilst I was eating that, mm, I had planned that I was already going to go to the gym. You mm. know, in the midst of the day to counteract it. To counteract it, and it's it's weird no. the way your mind works. I, I don't even reckon that I had put my teeth into that donut and. I 
Hannah had oh. already begun thinking, what time's pump and on it's tonight? And it's other people too. It's other people. Yep. My yep. co-host is a fucking shocker. He's very quick to go, oh, you know, this person would be eating a heap of Maccas. Yeah. And always in the background he's like judging people that are like, oh, that person would eat Maccas for sure. As if it's a really bad thing. Oh, Fast food he smashes the Suvalakis. <laughs> oh, dead hello. set. You know, there's some yeah. particular brands where people, you know, bag you more. And I'm like, yep. you, uh, you've got 85 Suvalaki wrappers in your car, mate. Just calm <laughs> your farm. Sharon, do you eat, do not, please do not say you never eat tagline. Because that's going to be. She's no, going to. No, you know, I, I do. Um, oh. I don't eat macros, but I definitely do have takeaway. What do you and eat? You know, yeah, what's your vice? Well, I'm a vegetarian. So See, vice. What? Sorry? You said vice as if it's a bad thing. Well, it is a bad, you're not supposed to have it all the time. It's a treat. Okay. Well, <laughs> do you know what, though? I think it's. it's so- Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Unfortunately, because we agonize over it the whole time and you actually don't even enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. I really think it's so important to give yourself permission to have some sort of reward. Um, You know, it's it's always such a taboo thing, though, and I think that's why we agonise over Stace it. Stace is nodding at that, Sharon. Yeah, I was thinking on the, I'm, I'm thinking on the way home. I'm going to go get, go get a, yeah. a, Stacey, a Stacey special. Some, <laughs> the word some chicken is nuggets. balance. Yeah. I've, got a, balance. I've got a really weird relationship with, with fast food, and um, it's something that because I deny, deny, deny so mm. much, Ooh. I have this drunk alter ego that comes out, and it's called Curdie. <laughs> it's a long story, but um, I have I haven't been Curdy for, I reckon it's been a year and a half now, and I'm really proud of that. You never want to meet Curdy. (laughs) Curdy is terrible. It's a terrible name. She's, well, it's. Uh, it started from schoolies. I got because I was underage and I got a fine, and he wrote it wrong. It said K R T Y. So then that's how that started okay. from schoolies, isn't oh, it? Seventeen year old. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. <laughs> anyway, Curdie is a, a mean girl. She's nasty. She's argumentative. And the reason that I'm saying Curdie and not me because it is not me. It is like mm. everything opposite to what I am. That includes food. You know what I did last time I was Curdie? We were going. <laughs> we were going. We were going past this. Uh, you know to get. A slice of pizza and wedges on the way home um, from a place that I'm sure you've frequented on the way home as well. Pizzas and wedges. Archie's, mate. St. Kilda. Fitzroy Street. Anyway, I had There's smashed. There's a Bay Marie there of goodies. I smashed my piece of pizza and the wedges. I smashed the other half of my friends. I went out to the front 
and some stranger had left their half-eaten pizza, I started eating <laughs> their leftover scraps. My mate had to start videoing me as oh, I was eating it. Oh, my gosh, like David Hasselhoff no, straight off the ground. Because she was like, Christy will not believe this if I tell her in the morning. I've just got this weird th- – and I watched that video and I felt really sad. I was like, yes, there's this weird, obviously because I'm internalizing it so much and going, you don't need it, you don't need it. I get drunk and you know how they always say, ooh, a a drunk girl's thoughts are a sober person's. I don't know what that's Yeah, yeah, but it brings out the truth. Yeah. I don't know, but maybe, maybe that's part of it with my thing with food. Like I turn into this crazy eat everything inside in the cupboard, anything fatty. Like we've gotten takeaway before and then I've said, can we go back? And we've gone back a second time. Yeah, why wouldn't you? I don't know if I could leave this gem off the table simply because it came up so organically. It pushed the mark so much and it was definitely something I was thinking but absolutely not saying. So it stands for all the things that we we are really proud and stand for at Thinker Girl and with the Thinker Girls and this podcast. Of course, it is our live show and I've got to say it was one of the biggest achievements of my career to date. Christy and I uh, just dived into it, went and did the show exactly as we would have done for you each and every week, but we did it in front of people. And I know that sounds like it may not be such a big deal, but we speak in front of a microphone all the time, so it's very different. And when you've got your dad in the audience as well, it's even more different. So this favourite gem of mine is my gem that I brought to our live show at Melbourne Fringe Festival in September in 2014. We had Katie Elizal, who was a relationship expert, join us. And we spoke about the art, or I guess the lack of art, of fingering my experience and not liking it. God, did I get an absolute barrage when I got off stage. Everybody wanted to talk to me about, I guess, my pitiful sex life. Can I say that these were some examples of my fingering experiences? Not all of them. Have a listen. Uh, This is an interesting one, which I definitely did not plan on discussing this evening. But we thought, in true spirit of Thinker Girl, we're always doing exactly what's on our mind, so we're going to push through this. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, So we were discussing foreplay. Uh, when we were getting our hair done. About two hours ago. Yeah. And (laughs) we were talking about how sometimes there's just bits that you like, bits that you don't like, bits that your partner likes, bits that your partner doesn't like. And there was one thing in particular that I was like, I just don't get it. (laughs) Now, if there are any other girls in the room that get what I'm about to explain, please raise your hand because Christy totally apparently gets it. And I'm talking about... Fingering. <gasps> oh, you said it. Who the you fuck said it. wants to be fingered? <laughs> I've honestly, I'm, I'm so. Any, are people putting their hands up? Is yes. anyone? What the fuck? Okay, hands up Woo! if you. Hands up if you. Can you put the hand? We can get some lights. There's heaps of hands. Who? Like it. It's a 50 hand up if split. you didn't put your hand up for either. Okay, a lot of you. So the consensus is there could be a few of you that don't actually. I'm thinking. It's not something I, and when you brought this up, I was, quite, I was shell-shocked. And I still am. She was shell really? not by the topic, but I because I found it so, it's so irrelevant. It's so unnecessary. What like, do you? It's just a lot of jabbing with a finger. <laughs> <laughs> and why would a 
don't you jab with the thing that you're there to jab with? <laughs> well, I just think a lot of guys don't, don't get you it though. Think, I don't understand why we're looking to be jabbed with they're a finger when we They're digging for gold. Be... They're digging for gold. Dig they're with the Africa. actual thing we're there for. I just don't get it. Did you just say digging for gold? They're digging for gold. I don't I'm, know. I'm all fine for the digging for gold analogy, but let's dig with the proper tools. But what about... <laughs> What about if you use the proper tools after you search for the gold? Like you do a, you do a first check for the gold and then I get, you get out the pocket. Start digging that shit. So you I reckon just, it's a bit of A, bit of column A, bit of column B? I just have never, it's honest, I've never spoken about this to anybody. <laughs> it's just never so well, here we mean, are. Do you like it? Do you not? I just thought it was something that was done. Yeah. I just always thought people did it. Well, it was, there was two of us in this, com three of us in this conversation. Two yes. of us were like, what the fuck? Yeah, we were like, <laughs> there is was it was just a fucking waste of time. And the poor bastards that don't have any idea what they're doing. It's just like, but having to go, having to go, having to go. Bang, 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 fast, 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 fast. Like, what? You know what? What the fuck are you doing? You know what? I think we have to take some responsibility in this because firstly, you know, you, like the textbooks and it says clitoris is a little lump. Well, actually, <laughs> clitoris is not a bump. It's like 15 centimetres long. It goes all the way into your pelvis. It lines the walls of your vagina. It's 15 centimetres long. Oh, my God. How long? It's like... That's... <laughs> sorry. I don't... Is it everyone? So is that long? from Sex and the City let's with a mirror looking a, down there every day. Let's just do a sex Are you, Chrissy? Looking down there? No. no. 15 centimetres. You okay. All right. So <laughs> put it this way. Let's do a little sex but how are these? How are poor guys supposed to know? We well, don't even we know. We don't even know. We've got it. Well, I didn't even know it was 15 centimetres long. Did anyone goes, else know it was 15 centimetres long? It goes long? inside your <laughs> pelvis. It lines did. your... Philip did. There Phil you go. Did. Yeah, In he's you? all over it. He's yeah. all over it. He knows how to please the girls. So I think the, the, maybe you are so passionate about this because it's just never been done right. It's yes, oh, correct. It's never bang. been done right. It's oh, never that is been done so right. depressing. <laughs> I hope none of your ex-boyfriends are listening to this right now. Oh well, they could learn something clearly. Well, but you know what? I think like if I speak for myself. A lot of the times you're thinking, oh, my God, seriously, what is going on? And you just pull them up and think, just just stop. But oh. if I, you know, if I take responsibility for myself, maybe if I said, you know what, it's just up here a little bit, just, <laughs> you know, take your finger out. Um, or take your several <laughs> oh fingers God. out. What's with several fingers? What the hell is with that? Because then it might as well be the next thing. It's like this is almost the same size. Why are you Why doing this? Why are you this? looking at me when you say so? <laughs> because I'm talking to you. That's what we're doing. answering. <laughs> hey guys, you're listening to Think A Girl Summer Sessions. Thanks for joining us. I hope you're enjoying your summer holidays uh, and you've had a lovely break. This next gem, a favourite of mine, I guess touched a nerve in a way... I don't know, sometimes we surprise ourselves with the gems we bring us girls, particularly Christy and I. There's times where even when we bring gems to the table and actually reveal more about ourselves uh, in the gem without realising that that was what the topic was all about. It's really honest and open. And this particular one, I think, struck a chord with all of us really unexpectedly. We spoke about teachers that influence us or teachers that understood us in high school. For me, I didn't always have 
the easiest of times growing up. So at school was a little bit of a refuge. Uh, and to have an adult like this particular teacher really get me was important. Have a listen. I uh, went to an all-girls school and it was a, just a traumatised teenager. My parents divorced when I was in year seven. I was just all, I was just gawky and a bit, um, just a bit orcs with life and I rebelled big time. Yeah, I know you've spoken about this. Oh, my God. I was just a shit You were a shoplifter. Head. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, I could take it easy. I just had a few, <laughs> got a few pairs of bathers, okay? Like, let's just not start throwing labels around. Um, but I... I definitely rebelled massively. Mm. And there was one particular teacher, she was my textiles teacher, but I did textiles for what, maybe one year in year nine and then continued a really close bond with her to the point where I remember there would be times where I would have free periods like where I would, you know, not have classes and go kind of wave around, you know, out the front of class, like when she was teaching and she would come out because, you know, textiles, everyone's at their sewing machines. It's not like she's, you know, she's just kind of doing her own work at the front. And she would come out, she'd be like, what's going on? And I would just talk to her and tell her. She basically ended up being like a bit of a counsellor. And I was reading some kind of article the other day about our teachers Mm. and the kinds of uh, amazing things they do for kids. I read and that. Yeah. Oh, did, did you? you? Yeah. 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 And how they are more, um, you know, they are these people. They are essentially counsellors and not That's just right. the school counsellors. They are, if you have a close connection, yeah. they're the closest person that you feel like you can go to Absolutely. and talk to. And Miss Nunn was her name, Miss Amanda Nunn. And I do need to take my hat off because I still think about her often. Oh, she wow. was such a remarkable woman. She was, you know, she was single. I, I think even early on I knew I was a bit different. Even though through my entire 20s, I went, probably kidded myself and thought I was this kind of traditional person. Mm. I was in a long-term relationship and then got out of it. And I look back now and I think, you know, I know that she's with someone now and I know she had a baby, but I know that from mutual friends that was teachers at the school. Um, And we didn't keep in contact because clearly I was a student. But I think, you know, I, um, I do think back and look at her and what a... I think she played such a bigger part on my story than I really have ever realised until I read that article and I went, Miss Amanda Nunn, you are an absolute gem that single-handedly helped me survive my teenage years. Wow. And I just, did you guys have anyone at school like that? I've had a couple actually and it was after reading that and a teacher friend or a teacher client shared that online and then everyone started sharing their stories, you know. I've had a few, but there was actually one that, that, that I was at a private school. I'd won an academic scholarship thing. I used to have a half a brain. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> but I went, and it was a very wealthy school. I was a poor sort of brown-skinned chick. In I was a bit like a, that too. I went to an all school and I was, people. I was yeah, different. People are, yeah, yeah I and mean, you're different, right? Mm. And I was different from the very first day. And I had this uh, this teacher that was a relief teacher that actually started showing an interest for starters that I was bullied. She was the only person that really listened. And... And, you know, she really, she was the one that said, it's okay to be you and actually you shouldn't be in this place and you need to get the hell out while you can. And she was a teacher there, you know. And I found out later, actually, that due to her involvement, I mean, I I got asked to leave. I didn't get expelled. I was asked to leave this school. Really? They said, look, if you come back, they said, we're taking away your scholarship. If you come back uh, next year, uh, you'll be paying full price. And we went, well, we don't want to come back anyway. Yeah, and the te- down to the someone hearing that the teacher, had, you know, as kids talk, that um, she she'd actually been reprimanded, and I think she may have even been moved to another branch. Of oh the my school. god, because she was yeah, sticking so up I, for you. Because she because she stuck oh, up yeah. for me, yeah, and you it was horrific. Because I thought about it then, and I went, I cost this teacher a, a, a job 
potentially because she stuck up for me. Well, you didn't she cost her that, no, but I mean, no, no, she, you she know, did that. But you know what, really, I teared up when yeah, you, you said when you said she showed interest in me because I think it just took me exactly to the feeling of yeah. Miss Nunn and just someone that cares. she just saw me like it was. It's yeah. really weird, like she and she she rated me. She thought I was great, mm. you know. And I I don't know many. I don't know if there was a lot of hectic stuff going on. Obviously, it was a bit chaotic at home. But as soon as you said that, I actually got really emotional because I went, that's exactly how I felt. I felt mm. like she took interest in me, you know, and it was not all the other girls or it wasn't. She was like that to a lot of kids, I think, mm. but she because never she made me nice feel like, yeah, she yeah. she connected with me as it felt like it was just me, just you know, and yeah. I, I obviously resonate. needed that. That's it for this episode of Think A Girl, the podcast, Summer Sessions with Stacey June. Uh, like I mentioned, I really hope that you are enjoying your break you are reading, you're taking it easy, you're turning your phone off where you can, maybe not to listen to this podcast, but you're doing things that are a bit indulgent and resting. I guess it's kind of like an iPhone charger where you're kind of recharging because I think these these charge moments are so important, especially the way we all run, run, run these days. So I hope you are enjoying your break and you're with your loved ones and you're doing all the important things. Uh, I just want to take this opportunity to say a massive thank you to everybody that listens to our podcast each and every week. Uh, I'm getting a bit emo even thinking about it but what we've achieved this week could not possibly have happened without you guys tuning in and sometimes I look at my young mate uh, my beautiful my beautiful partner in crime and I say to her how are people still interested in 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 listening to this and I guess it's just a conversation we have that you guys are thinking the same things that we're thinking and and not many people are saying them and lucky for you you probably don't have to say them out loud we're doing it uh, I guess for everybody's bloody shits and giggles but I do do want you to know how grateful we are how much we are fucking adore doing them and uh, how excited we are for 2015 so uh, we will be back really soon we've got a couple of great episodes to kick off the year uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll be back for 2015. Bye for now. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or thinkergirl TV on Twitter. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.